Good Morning Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday, March the 17th of 2022. Today is also known, my friends, as St. Patrick's Day. So just to kind of catch you up on where we stand as a show, one of us dressed appropriately, the other (laughs) ignored the holiday. We also had the same discussion uh, yesterday about, you know, coming prepared today. So I did extra work this morning to prepare myself and Kelly wore Pink Floyd. You did extra work. My shirt is a St. Patrick's Day shirt. It features green for St. Patrick's Day. Your shirt even says pink. It's Pink Floyd. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. So we'll have to get her changed before we go throughout the show this morning. Okay. St. Patrick's Day is the feast of St. Patrick, a patron saint of Ireland. Hmm. So basically the deal is uh, St. Patrick's Day became a way for the U.S. to celebrate the Irish culture. Gotcha. We have more on that as we go throughout the show this morning. Hey, plus a special guest who has to wake up super early in, uh, I guess, California and Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Kelsey Lamb. She's from Arkansas. And she's about to be on the NBC show, The American Song Contest. That's the one hosted by Snoop Dogg and yes, Kelly Clarkson. I can't wait. So Kelsey Lamb's going to be on the show live from California around 745 this morning. Our first chance to chat with her. Plus, I had a super embarrassing moment in the drive through Like, I wanted to leave. <laughs> we'll tell you about that coming up. Plus, we're getting you ready for this big holiday. And Kelly's getting ready to leave the country. That's what it feels like. We'll leave the continental United States. <laughs> Tell you about that coming up too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Oi, mates. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It is St. Patrick's Day in Arkansas, across the country, across the world, I guess. Oi. Oi. Is that what they say? Yeah. I'm not really sure what they say. You could just repeat stuff like Conor McGregor over and over again. I punch you in the face. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the I face. I am Conor McGregor. I am Conor McGregor. I will punch you in the <laughs> face and make you tap. I don't know why I think of him when I think of Irish people. But. I'm not really sure. Hey, 54% of people are going to celebrate today. Evidently, only 50% of us in studio are going to celebrate. <laughs> oh, Kelly in her Pink Floyd shirt. They're saying 80% are going to wear some type of green. I've got some green no, on my sweatshirt. It's teal or something. That ain't green. Take 60 pounds of dye to turn the Chicago River green. Have you ever seen that? I have a friend who was there this week. Really? Yeah. She has a picture in the, and they dump all this dye in it. And it's not just light green. It's green green. 60 pounds of dye. It's a bunch. They say if you were to find a pot of gold, which is 1,000 one-ounce gold coins, at this point, if you found a pot of gold today... It would be worth $1.92 million. Oh, nice. Also, today is the most popular holiday for beer drinking. You, I guess you're going to celebrate today. <laughs> I mean, you know I might as well. <laughs> There's 174% more beer sold on St. Patrick's Day than the average day. So it's Ooh. a big increase. 13 million pints of Guinness are going to be consumed on St. Patrick's hmm. Day. So, did you, Have you ever heard of coddle? No. So that's the most popular food in Arkansas. And basically what it is, this is as far as the St. Patrick's Day food. It's a leftover dish that has sausage and bacon, potatoes, onions, and herbs all mixed together like a casserole. It's called coddle. Sounds good to me. So maybe you want that today. They say other states choose like soda bread, which I read about that. It's just a different type of bread. How about this Colkinen 
or Cole Cannon. I'm not exactly sure how you say it, but check this out. It's a dish of mashed potatoes with cabbage or kale mixed in. Mm. No, the cabbage dishes. I know you're, you might be like, ooh, I don't know if I'd like that. Those cabbage dishes, because yeah. I've had some in an Irish pub before. Mm. It's good stuff. I've spent a lot of times uh, in Irish pubs. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy St. Patrick's Day, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us this morning. Go grab a Guinness. Kelly says it's never too early. Okay. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so coming up at 745 this morning, we'll chat with Kelsey Lamb. She's going to be on the NBC reality show, which is the singing competition. She's going to be representing Arkansas on the American Song Contest. So we'll chat with her Coming up right around 745 this morning, she's excited to come on and we're excited to yeah. chat with her as well. So uh, she's from around the Little Rock area, moved up to Nashville to chase the dream of country music. And then all of a sudden this reality show opens up and she's going to try it. That's big. Only one person represents Arkansas on NBC and that person is Kelsey Lamb. So when she got to make the, the announcement on her social media, she was super fired up mm-hmm. about it. I mean, imagine this. This is like a big break type of moment. So I wanted to share the audio from Kelsey. This is basically a thank you to Arkansas and a thank you to everyone who supports her. Again, this is Kelsey Lamb. If you didn't hear, I announced yesterday that I'm going to be on the American Song Contest representing my home state of Arkansas. The premiere is on March 21st, so be sure to tune in. It's on NBC. I have felt so much love and support over the past 24 hours. I can't even, like begin to explain how grateful I am and excited and I can't wait for you guys to hear the song holy crap I'm so pumped um, but anyways thank you guys so much this is I, I wouldn't be doing this without all of you and I know that sounds really cliche but it's true um, thank you so that's Aww. Kelsey again she's all excited she'll be on the show with us coming up around 7.45 this morning. I wanted to give you a little sneak peek at uh, some of the music that she's put out in the past. This is a single that she put out called Say It Again. Kelsey Lamb, again, she's going to be on the NBC show, The American Song Contest. But before she gets there, before she goes to NBC, she comes to us this morning (laughs) at 745 right here on Brandon Baxter. In the morning, this is Arkansas's morning show. Go Arkansas. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2011 and Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson had the number one song in country music on this day. Don't you want to stay here a little while? Don't you want to hold each other tight? Don't you want to fall asleep with me tonight? Don't you want to stay? Eleven years ago today, Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson were number one with Don't You Want to Stay. Number one on this day in 2011. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
All right, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It's March the 17th. It's St. Patrick's Day. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on the CMT Music Awards, which happen on April the 11th. The nominations, the nominees are out And congratulations goes out to the one guy who has more nominations than anybody else. Coming in with four nominations is Kane Brown. So following Kane Brown in the list of nominations, you have Mickey Guyton, who has three. Breland has three nominations. And Cody Johnson, well, he has three nominations as well. You got a chance, take it. Here's the deal. You guys can go and vote, and you can vote up to 20 times a day. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) At CMT.com. Again, the CMT Music Awards happen on April the 11th. We have country music news today on Shania Twain. Whose bed have your boots been So there's a new show headed to CBS. It's called Superfan, and in each episode, fans of different artists are going to compete against each other in all these series of games to determine who is the truest fan, and the winner is going to receive this ultimate fan prize package. So there's several country stars headed to the show to find out who is their biggest fan. So along with Shania Twain, also searching for their ultimate fan, Little Big Town. All right. So she will find her biggest fan, Kelsey Ballerini. So currently they are casting for the show. Again, the show is called Superfan. I don't know when they're going to start it yet, but eventually they're going to be announcing additional acts. So if you're waiting to show your loyalty to another star, you may get your chance. And again, are you someone's biggest fan? Find out more at superfancasting.com. And country music news today on Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt had his first performance since the announcement about his divorce. It happened over the weekend in Florida at the Strawberry Festival in Plant City, Florida. And while he was there, I guess there was a friend of his who showed up and this dude got up on stage and he's really known. He's a very famous guy in the world of Florida, a very famous guy in the world of football because Rob Gronkowski showed up. Yeah, so Gronk is out there on stage at the Sam Hunt show. People are losing their minds, right? Because he's been playing with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. So they're going crazy. Sam goes over to Rob Gronkowski for him to sing part of the song. And Gronk's like, no. That is so random. I'm not going to sing. But Gronk did dance in front of everybody. This is uh, this past weekend with Sam Hunt. So Gronk's up there like, no, I ain't singing, Sam. He's loving it though. You see that? There's videos online. So while Gronk wouldn't sing, the crowd did sing, and it was a fun night at a Sam Hunt show. So that's up on social media if you want to check it out. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show, Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And Brandon, it's Did You Know St. Patty's Day edition. Oh, gosh. Here we yes. go. Thank you, Kelly. 
Did you know the shamrock, a three-leaf clover, was called the Seamroy by the Celts, and it was considered a sacred plant that symbolized the arrival of spring. St. Patrick used it as a way of explaining the doctrine of the Holy Trinity. Didn't know that, did you? I don't know Mm -hmm. what you even said right now. I have no idea. Did you know? The staple St. Patrick's Day meal, corned beef and cabbage, was an American innovation. Ham and cabbage were eaten in Ireland, but corned beef offered a cheaper substitute for poor immigrants. That's how all that started. I could have some of that today, especially if somebody knows how to cook it, like true Mm Irish-style cooking. Like, if anybody's doing that today, please let me know. Give him an invite. Yeah. Did you know it's believed that if you wear green, then you will be invisible to leprechauns? If you aren't wearing green, then a leprechaun will see you and pinch you. That's the basis behind the tradition of pinching people who are not wearing green. Oh, I didn't know that, but get ready. Yeah. And did you know, in Celtic folktales, leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of other fairies. All right. Were you a leprechaun in another life? Oh. Too far. And if you didn't know. Is that a height joke? That's a height joke. It was more of a cranky joke, but now you know. Thank you. I wish I didn't know now. (laughs) What I didn't know then. Okay. Let's uh, check in with Kelly Conley in the Arkansas Now News Network. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so this is Women's History Month. So there was a deal that was ranking like the richest women in country. And um, there's a bunch of ladies who have made a ton of money. Yes. Like a fortune, right? I made the list, but I went ahead and um, just told them not to, to put me on there. I didn't want to make people jealous. No, you don't need to make people feel bad. Like right. Miranda Lambert, who comes in at number 10. Miranda Lambert, her net worth is around $60 million, <laughs> And she's number 10. Was a cowboy, number 9, with $65 million, Loretta Lynn. Yeah. Number eight, Cheryl Crow. Seventy million for Cheryl Crow. Net worth. Number seven is Faith Hill. Her net worth is eighty million. What have we done wrong? <laughs> Number six is Reba. She's worth about ninety-five million dollars. Meeting Reba, number five is Trisha Yearwood. She's worth one hundred million. Throw Garth in there, and it's like four hundred million. Number four on the list of the richest country females is Carrie Underwood. Her net worth is one hundred forty million dollars. Then there's a tie for second place, right? So okay. the tie goes at $400 million. One of the women is Shania. The other woman with $400 million is Taylor Swift. But the person who's number one basically is towering above everybody else with a whole lot of money. Number one on the list of the richest female country star with a net worth of 650 million bucks oh. is Dolly Parton. Working nine to five, what a way to make a living. Singer, songwriter, actress, author, entrepreneur, Dollywood. Y'all, Dolly Parton is worth 650 million bucks. Wow. That's insane. Tender love is blind. 
celebrate that. Honest love we feel needs no conversation. We'll ride it together. Women's History Month in Dolly. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other. From one lover to another. So again. Second place is Shania and Taylor at four hundred million, and then Dolly six hundred fifty million bucks. Man, I had no clue wow. she was worth more than everybody else. Legend, more than Shania, Taylor, Carrie, Reba. She bleeds gold. Come on now, Dolly Parton. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Well, it might seem like dentists are just trying to torture us, but they're not. Except when they totally are. Brandon, you're going to die. A dentist in Wisconsin is facing up to 20 years in prison for cracking his patient's teeth on purpose so he could charge them more money. What? His, (laughs) His name is Scott, and he's 61. It turned out he'd been doing this for years and wasn't caught until he sold his practice in 2019. The new uh, owners were looking through his records and things didn't add up. The average dentist in Wisconsin does about six crowns for every 100 patients they see, and he was averaging 32 crowns per 100 patients. (laughs) He'd lie and claim an x-ray showed a crack in their tooth. Then he'd use a drill, actually crack it, and take more x-rays to submit to their insurance. Oh, he billed more goodness. than $4.2 million between 2016 and 2019, and that's just for installing crowns. Oh, it's not goodness. clear how long he's been doing this, but he has been practicing since 1986. Holy goodness, this is terrible <laughs> right. news. His license to practice got suspended, and almost 100 former patients are suing him now. A jury convicted him on five counts of fraud and two counts of making false statements. Huh. But speaking of going to the dentist, my dentist asked me how long it had been since I flossed. Yeah. And I said, uh, you should know that. You were there. Oh, no. <laughs> Six months? It's just a joke. A year? The whole <laughs> pandemic? It's been two years. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, sometimes like you have an event that happens in your life and you repress your thoughts. You're not exactly sure why you have certain feelings, but sometimes something brings up certain feelings like anxiety, nerves, fear, whatever. Yeah, that's what therapy's for. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I feel like I must have had events in drive throughs in my life. Maybe it all started at the Mesquite Rodeo Arena in Mesquite, Texas. <laughs> I was ordering food with Nana. It's probably about 87, 88. You were how old? Uh, 10, 11, something like that. I'm with Nana, and uh, they look at me, and they're trying to see what I want from the concession stand at the Mesquite Rodeo Arena. And they said, uh, young lady, what would you like? <laughs> and my Nana laughed and told me that's why I needed to cut my hair in front of everybody. <laughs> so maybe I've had an issue with ordering my whole life, but let me tell you what happened to me in the drive through I was mortified. You know how some restaurants have the double drive through and they're thinking they're going to get people through faster and all that kind of stuff, but people don't know how to use it. We've already talked about this before. Just because one of those gimmicks is open, if there's a line going to one of them and there's not a car going to the other one, you still have to wait. Like, you don't just get to skip. Everybody else isn't stupid. Mm-hmm. They're not all going, I just want to go to the left one. Now they're waiting in line to the point where they can turn to the, the other one. Right. Okay? Thank you for reminding us. 
I mean, come on. Oh, look, nobody's going to this one. <laughs> it ain't Sonic. You know what I mean? You don't just pull up to the empty we, bay. Yeah, we still get mad for people cutting in line, even as adults. Yeah, because it's dumb. That's dumb. Okay, so anyway, I'm at the drive-thru, double, double drive-thru. So at the end of your order, they say, what's the name for the order? Mm-mm. I'm always weird in those moments because I know what my name is. But sometimes, you know, because you're trying to enunciate, you're trying to say things. I'm like, Brandon? Hmm. Kind of like how like some like, Brandon, don't do that, Brandon. Like you got in trouble. So I say my name like that, and I thought they repeated it and gave me my total. I get up to the window, and the lady looks at me and looks down at the bag <laughs> and looks at me again, and she says, Mm-mm. Brenda? No. <laughs> I said, no. What did you do? <laughs> I was hoping there was another Brenda. Please, please tell me your wife was in the, in the was, seat with you. I didn't tell anybody until just now. <laughs> They thought I said my name was Brenda. Brenda Baxter in the morning. You want to talk about embarrassing. When she when she realized that I wasn't a Brenda and that there probably wasn't a Brenda in line. But nowadays you never know. So maybe maybe you do go by Brenda. So she really didn't want to, you know, ruffle your feathers. Maybe that's what it was. Or maybe I need to enunciate even better in the drive-thrus. Barandon. B-R-A-N-D-O-N. That's how I'm going to start doing it to make sure they get it right. It's not Brenda. My name is not Brenda. This is not Brenda Baxter in the morning. You could pull Brenda off. Yeah. You think? Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 17th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Jasmine Murphy of Nettleton High School. Happy birthday. Shannon Farley of Jonesboro is celebrating today. Happy birthday, Shannon. Love from Charlie Farley. Ashley Eagle of Stuttgart is celebrating. Boss Burton of Jonesboro turns seven. Paige Shook of DeWitt is celebrating. Jenna Zane, who's a senior at Jonesboro High School, has a birthday today. Timothy Mitchell is celebrating Sylvia Tanzel of Jonesboro. Timothy Sebesta, happy birthday. Remington Ivy of Lake City is turning six. Nathan Massey and Bono celebrates Madison Neal of Stuttgart. And Amy Finley of Jonesboro celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to John Boyega, who is 30. That's Finn in the new Star Wars movies. Happy birthday to Josier, who is 32. You may know him from this song right here. Take me to church, like a dog at the shrine of your life. That's a big song at the time. He's 32 today. Happy birthday today to Rob Kardashian, who is 35 today. Happy birthday to Billy Corgan. Who is 55 from the Smashing Pumpkins? You sound just like it. 
sometimes people confuse me for Billy Corgan when yeah. I go out if I don't have my bronzer on. I totally get that. <laughs> Wait, because of a pumpkin? Have you seen Billy Corgan? Get it? Smashing pumpkin. You're saying I look like a pumpkin? <laughs> Billy Corgan turns 55 today. Happy birthday today to Rob Lowe, who is 58, who never seems to age. Happy birthday to Kurt Russell, who is 71. He played Wyatt Earp in Tombstone. Of course, he is with uh, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, and he was Santa in the Christmas Chronicles Mm -hmm. in those uh, Santa movies. He's really good in those. And happy birthday today to Kiefer Thompson, who is 46, part of Thompson Square. Are you going to kiss me or not? Oh, yeah. How about that? We gonna do this so why I think you know I like you a lot But you're about to miss your shot Are you gonna kiss me or not? Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Kiefer Thompson of Thompson Square who turns 46 today Brandon Baxter in the morning Happy St. Patrick's Day Ah, top of the morning to ya. Have another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, sometimes I think you get this one mixed up with uh, maybe other holidays or cultures. This well, good the, try, good this, try. No, this is the Irish culture with corned beef and cabbage and Guinness and things of that okay. nature. So if you're celebrating today, tonight, there's also something you can watch on TV. A heads up, man, the Razorbacks, they're in the NCAA tournament. First round, it kicks off tonight. You can watch them on TNT, 8.20 our time. They're going to be playing uh, Vermont. So if you're a fan of the Razorbacks, love basketball, you're looking for something to watch as you celebrate St. Patrick's Day tonight, that's what you do. It's the Razorbacks on TNT tonight. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. Today is March the 17th, and today in pop culture in 1984, Van Halen went to number one with this. Jump. Come on down. Might Today in pop culture in 2003, it was a big day on MTV because a television show debuted that at the time I think most of us were watching. The TV show was punked. Yes. Featuring Ashton Kutcher. And if you remember on episode number one, they show up at Justin Timberlake's house. Oh, yeah. As the IRS trying to repossess all of his stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was 2003, y'all. That was almost 20 years ago. And that's crazy. And today, pop culture in 2009, Taylor Swift was number one on the country charts with the album Fearless. That album featured this. The album also featured 15. 15, And You Belong With Me. Two thousand nine. Today is March the seventeenth, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. We're excited to be joined this morning, fresh out of Los Angeles, by Arkansas's own Kelsey Lamb. Kelsey, good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling this morning? 
I'm feeling pretty good. A little sleepy, but good. <laughs> so Kelsey is headed to NBC. She's going to be on the, the new reality show, The Competition, that's called the American Song Contest, hosted by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. So that's pretty cool. And Kelsey is yeah. actually in Los Angeles right now, like this very second. What's it like I in am. Los Angeles this morning? Um, it's still kind of dark. <laughs> But I'm, I'm assuming it's probably a little chilly. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all I got. It's pretty dark and chilly. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was talking to your PR team, uh, it was kind of interesting because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, can we try to get her on, you know, whatever time? Or if we have to record her, we'll record her. And they're like, no, she can do 745. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Los Angeles time, that means it's 545. That means you had to wake up before 545 to get ready. Mm-hmm. That's dedication. Well, you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> So compare, uh, you know, did you actually grow up in, in the actual city of Little Rock or where did you grow up in Arkansas? Yeah. yeah. Born and raised in West Little Rock. All right. So then you're out in Los Angeles, uh, in Los Angeles. What's the difference between Little Rock, Arkansas today and Los Angeles, California today? Uh. Um, pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, there's probably like triple, quadruple the people and traffic. Yeah. Um, no, I think the biggest difference between Los Angeles and Little Rock is the fact that it's consistently, the, the weather is consistent. And in Little Rock, I mean, it probably snowed a couple of days ago and now it's by 70 degrees. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about this music journey uh, because it's interesting when we talk to an artist and to try to figure out what convinced them that, you know, it was the time to go ahead and make a big move to Nashville because obviously more than likely you fell in love with music at a pretty early age. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Do you remember who your first artist was or the song that made you think, man, this is what I want to do with my life? Oh, yeah. Um, Alison Krauss's version of When You Say Nothing At All was oh like gosh. the moment that I was like, oh, this is so cool. Mm. This is, that's what I want to do. So then how did that go then as you start off? Because, you know, you're not living in Nashville. You weren't born in Nashville. You're born in Arkansas. How did you get the right. experience and how did you get the time to play? Oh, man, that's such a large question. Um, I... I grew up, obviously, in Little Rock, so I grew up going to church, um, Southern Baptist, and my mom had all, I have five brothers and sisters, so we were all in choir. Um, We can all sing, so we all started at a really, really early age singing. And then uh, my parents were just really supportive and brought me out to L.A. a couple of times. They put me in vocal training. They, They just, they they helped me find a lot of opportunities that gave me the experience that I needed. Um to just make that leap to Nashville when I was finally old enough to, to make that decision on my own. It's interesting because uh, we just played Cody Johnson in his song. He talks about, if you got a dream, you got to chase it because the dream don't chase itself. It's a big mm-hmm. deal to move to Nashville because you hear about all these people who do that. And, you know, some people go there and, and they work for so many years before they even have a small opportunity. What's your Nashville yeah. experience been like? Nashville is, <laughs> the most supportive music city that I think anybody could go to, whether you're country, pop, rap, hip hop, whatever genre you fall into. Um, Being in Nashville, I've grown so much as an artist and as a songwriter. I'd never written a song until I moved to Nashville. So I didn't really know what I was, you know, diving into, honestly. But moving there has has definitely shifted everything that I thought I wanted to be as an artist. It kind of pulled me out of my comfort zone and made me actually just sit down and and figure out what I wanted and how I wanted to do it. And if I really wanted to do this, cause you know, you're kind of, you're kind of on your own once you get there and, right. and throwing yourself into the community and 
it's been an amazing experience. If I could give anybody advice, if they're still, you know, sitting in their hometown wondering what their next move is, I would say just head to Nashville. Kelsey Lamb joins us this morning. She's going to be on NBC representing Arkansas in the American Song Contest that debuts. It premieres uh, this coming Monday on March the 21st. So you move to Nashville. Obviously, you know, when you get a songwriting session, I would assume the first one and the first gig you played uh, in front of people, I would assume that's incredibly intimidating, right? Oh, my gosh. I would hate to go back and be a fly on the wall in my first writing session. (laughs) It was probably the most uncomfortable for everybody involved. (laughs) So in that, because it seems like everybody has a different style. Some people would get, you know, a sound, a beat or something like that, or they're going to have some type of uh, this is the sound we want from the guitar. Or maybe there's just a phrase you heard. You try to write a song around that. Is there any one way that you kind of look at songwriting? Is it a little bit of all of that or Kind of explain that songwriting process from your perspective. Yeah, so for me, um, I co-write only. I've never written a song by myself. Um, I don't play an instrument. So when I go into a songwriting session, as an artist, I love to just bring in stories or ideas, mostly song titles. I just have a bunch of song titles in my phone that I have some kind of personal story attached to that popped into my head. So that's that's usually where I start start off because I'm typically the artist in the room as well as a songwriter. Right. Um, but if I'm just a songwriter in the room, I like to just, you know, go with, go with the flow, throw some ideas out. And we usually just land on something through conversation. Let's talk about the actual show, the American song contest. Again, it premieres on Monday on NBC uh, to, to basically go out there and launch and have the opportunity to be on national television on one of the main networks. That's an incredible opportunity. How did this whole thing come about? Well, there's been quite a process. It's been, you know, a lot of months in the making and a lot of people auditioning and um, a lot of waiting to hear if you've made it to the next, the next step. Um, you know, this is a brand new show. Right. So just kind of through word of mouth, heard about it, auditioned, um, started that whole conversation with the show, would go a couple weeks, maybe a couple months without really hearing whether you'd made it to the next step. You get that exciting phone call that you've made it. They like, you know, we all, we all submitted original music for this. So everything on the show is going to be an original song, whether you wrote it or somebody else wrote it. It's all music that's never been heard before, which is just incredible. And I think that's what drew me to it the most is that it's all original music. Um, So it was, it was just the normal audition process that you would go through, except it was during COVID. So a lot of it was through Zoom and recording yourself, like performing and, and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's been it's been quite a process. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the whole Zoom idea behind that because to me that's even more intimidating than walking into a room because you have to worry about the lighting and the camera angle and all yeah. of that. And you don't have that personal interaction. Like I always tell people that if, if I have the chance to meet somebody in person, I think I come across much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you can have that one on one. So to do that over Zoom, that had to be intimidating. It was a, a little bit. It, honestly, we all got so good at Zoom over COVID that it started to kind of feel normal. Right. <laughs> so by the time we started doing this process, it was, you know, it was just a normal day. So just turn your ring light on and turn Zoom on. Walk me through what the show is going to be like, because obviously, you know, we've seen teasers on NBC and, and their, uh, mm-hmm. the other networks and stuff like that. But none of us have seen the show. We don't know what to expect. Right. What's, what's this whole American Song con- Contest going to be like? Yeah, I, I know. I'm really eager to see the show, honestly. I mean, it's it's very similar to Eurovision, um, which is in obviously in Europe. Um, right. There's 
one of us from each state or territory or the capital representing. There's 56 of us. Every week you'll see a group of us competing and performing our song, and then America gets to vote. And wow. we'll find, find out who makes it to the next, next step. There will be qualifiers and then semifinals and then finals. And so we'll, we'll get to go through that whole process with, with America for the first time. I think that's neat, too, because we've seen, you know, based on competition shows and singing competition shows that Arkansas might not be the biggest state, but for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, man, we push our people and we push them through Mm -hmm. and we vote like crazy and we want to (laughs) support. Yeah. So we got to convince people to watch the show, number one, and to make sure that we're able to go and and help you through, because how great would it be to have another great, you know, Arkansas success story? I'm with you. So the song, you mentioned that, you know, it's going to be an original song. Can you give us any yeah. insight as to the song, what the song's going to be about, what it's going to sound like? Yeah, just a, a little teaser that it's, uh, if you follow me, you know, prior to this, I do a lot of breakup songs. That's kind of my thing. Right. Um, and I'm doing a love song <laughs> okay. on the show. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to uh, just continue on with my story. I just got married in October. Aww. So I'm doing a little hopeful, hopeful love song on the show. And I'm really, I, it's, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited for everyone to see the whole the whole show come together. Do you have any idea when uh, when you will actually appear for the first time on TV? Yes, I do. Can we talk Maybe. about that, or is that a secret? It's kind. Of, I mean, it's not a secret. You know, I think if you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably get a really good idea of when I'm about to pop on the show. But uh, definitely, just watch that premiere on Monday. So, hosting the show is Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. Have you happened to to meet either of them yet? I haven't. <laughs> I have fine. not, and I am just very eager. Well, if Brandon met Snoop Dogg, Brandon, what would you say to Snoop Dogg? Probably start off with you know something like "faux shizzle," yeah, my right. dizzle, or uh, something like right. that. That's something totally like natural that. for me. You know, that sounds like something I would say too. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> it just seems to fit. So again, yeah. the, the show premieres on Monday on NBC. It's called the American Song Contest. Arkansas has one person. We have one person to push through in this contest. And right now we're talking to a whole bunch of the state of Arkansas. Kelsey, what would you say to Arkansas this morning? Why should we watch and why should we support you? Oh my gosh, that's such a holy moly. Um, I mean, you should watch one because there's so much talent. Obviously, I'm representing the state of Arkansas, so definitely watch me. But all around, there's a ton of talent on the show. And you're going to get introduced to just the whole country, which is really cool like through music, which is very interesting. Um, but I mean, you should vote for me because it's going to, um, Arkansas is the best. And I think everyone's going to really love the song that I've decided to go with on this. And everyone's going to really love just the, the way that hopefully that I'm representing the state of Arkansas and, and the stories that I'm telling and, and all the fun facts. Well, we have somebody from our home state who has the chance to chase a dream mm-hmm. and we can be a part of helping to make that dream come true. And we know that you'll represent Arkansas for the rest of your career, you're going to be an Arkansas girl, and we look forward Forever. to seeing you on the show. Amazing. Thank you guys so much. Hey, so as you get said, last couple things, is this a okay. scary and intimidating time, or is this exciting and exhilarating? It is so exciting, and it's so much fun. It's not intimidating at all. That's awesome. awesome. And that means you're ready. I think yeah. that proves that you're ready for it, and you're in the right spot. Uh, Kelly I Perry, so. my, my co-host here, <laughs> she has five questions, so right now... It's rapid fire. Five questions with Kelsey Lamb. All right, Kelsey. Last show you binged. 
Oh, Gilmore Girls. Okay. You can only have one meal for the rest of your life. What is it? Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my son. All right. Biggest pet peeve? Uh, really, like the clicking of a pen just over and over again. Okay. okay. If you are not rehearsing, working, what do you like to do to relax? Pilates. Oh, nice. And who is your <laughs> first celebrity crush? Oh, Jesse McCartney. Oh, no. Oh, nice. <laughs> let's make it six questions. You, you get to, you get to, you, let's say you win the American Song Contest, right? And then you have mm-hmm. the chance because it's a big deal and it's NBC and everybody sees it and you get to pick your dream collaboration. Who would you Ooh. want to collaborate with in the world of music? Blake Shelton. Boom. Yes. It's a Blake girl. Yeah. Kelsey Lamb joins us this morning. It. No, it's a Blake thing. He's funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have you had the chance <clears throat> to deal with Blake in Nashville? No, not at all. No. All right. So we'll make sure he hears about that. Yeah. Good luck with and that. And maybe you'll get the chance. Yeah. Kelsey Lamb joins <laughs> us this so. morning live from Los Angeles. Again, the American Song Contest. It premieres this coming Monday at 7 o'clock on NBC. Uh, Kelsey has her website and all of her socials, and you can follow her and uh, keep up with the whole journey. And we hope you chase the dream. We hope that you uh, have the ultimate success and We look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, Kelsey. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most wanted. Number five. Come on now. Swing on back. Bring whatever's been on your mind. Locals on tap. It's Dirk's Bentley, Freeland, and Hardy, song number five. Number four. Miranda Lambert and L. King, song number four. Number three. I hope you hit those gold streets on two wheels. I hope you mention in the skies. Hardy, give heaven some hell, song number three. Number two. If you got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. If you got a dream, chase it. Cause a dream won't chase you. Cody Johnson, till you can't. Song number two. Number one. So why are you always angry? Why are you always quiet? Why do you sleep alone? When I know you don't lie. Cullum, to be loved by you, the most wanted song over the last 24 hours with Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Some Arkansas news this morning. We have uh, news that Sarah Huckabee Sanders has raised another $473,000 in her bid to become the governor of Arkansas. I guess they had to report uh, their money and stuff like that, and they had to tell people what they've earned. Uh, Evidently, she's earned a whole bunch of money over a long period of time because they say her campaign has $7.5 million bucks. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Man. So the the Democrat who has uh, the most money, as far as in the last month, was Chris Jones. 
who has raised $109,000. But again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has done 473. You know, we're looking for the next governor of Arkansas. Who's it going to be? I was driving around and I saw a big bus, uh, Sarah Sanders bus, and I thought about stopping by. Why is that funny? Why did you laugh? Like, that's dumb. Well, when you said I thought about stopping by, I thought you were going to say, I thought about running for governor because you wanted a bus with no, like, your too. picture on it but that's what yeah no, so i sat on the side of the road and i thought i'm gonna stop by because there was one point where her brother worked at the radio station with me yeah uh, and we were buddies like we were pretty tight and i can't remember if i ever met sarah i'm pretty sure if she did become governor she would give you some type of very important job do you think she would allow me to be on the gubernatorial cabinet could you please say that one more time? Do you think she'd allow me to be on the gubernatorial cabinet? I think she'd be proud of you for being able to say that, and she would make you head of that. What would that even mean, though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I need to go back and, and study history and politics, uh, yeah. because I'm not sure if I want to be on the cabinet. Well, maybe you can just be her. You can write her speeches for her or something. I could write her speeches. I could deliver her speeches as well. Oh, okay. At times. Yeah. I just wonder if I've met her before. Because this would have been like, I worked with her brother, David. It's been, golly, almost 20 years. I went to school with one of her brothers. You did? Washita Baptist. Which, who did you go to school with? John Mark. All right. Long time ago. we're loosely connected to the family. Basically, yeah. I did an event where the governor was running when Mike Huckabee was a governor. He ran at a race. I talked to him. Wait, he was running for governor. He was actually running. He was running. Oh, oh! This was in the middle of you know his big fitness deal, and uh, he ran like a five k. And I talked to him. You know he does impersonations. He does. Yes. No, he doesn't. When I went to Girl State, he was uh, the um, what's the one right below governor. Lieutenant Governor. I think he was Lieutenant. He was something like that. I don't know. I said something wrong. But he was there speaking, and he did all of these different impersonations of different celebrities. He was pretty good at it, too. So his his son, David, who, again, worked at the radio station with me, he would do impersonations as well. True story. When his dad was the governor. Can I say this? Well, he's not anymore. And it's been forever. It's fine. It's been 20 years. We're amongst friends. He would prank call. The governor's mansion. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, like, we'd all be sitting around at our desks and something like that, and he'd be like, watch this. And he'd call and do some accent, and yeah, maybe <laughs> I shouldn't say that. He's probably going to get called in today. I hope he doesn't get called in. I don't, I don't know. even know where he is now. Yeah, but he'll get called in. All right, don't call him in. And if Sarah Huckabee Sanders knows me, please let me know if I have a chance to be on the gubernatorial <laughs> okay. cabinet. I think I would be good at that. Mm-hmm. I look very gubernatorial. Yeah, you do. Not sure what that means, but I believe I am gubernatorial. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Monday Night Football is going to sound different when it comes back in September because the new Monday Night Football team is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. All right. How about them Cowboys? Now, this is a huge, huge deal because yes. they're leaving the previous network, which was the Fox Television Network, and... um can I tell you how much they're going to make? Uh, this is insane money to okay. be a, to be a television personality and to be the host of Monday Night Football. The talk is is Joe Buck is going to make somewhere between sixty and seventy five million over five years. <laughs> wow! And Troy Aikman over five years is set to make ninety two point five million dollars. Oh wow! That's insane. 
That's, yeah. Like, I have completely done the wrong thing with my life. Yeah, definitely. It's a big story out there today. Hey, Netflix is also telling you uh, if you're going to share your password, you're going to have to pay the price for it. Uh-oh. Because they realize that some people get an account and then they share the password with other people and not everybody pays for it. So they've rolled this out in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru already, where if you're sharing your password, you're allowed to do that for an additional two ninety nine. So they oh. tack that onto whatever you're already paying. And you're able to share your password with two more people. And it's not illegal or immoral to do that. Hmm. So we're not sure exactly if that's going to come to the U.S., but we do know that Netflix has said, hey, the whole password sharing thing, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. So will that happen here? We'll keep you up to date on that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yes. It seems that about 40% of people believe in Lucky Charm. Oh, like a like a rabbit's foot? Yeah. Or something that brings you luck. And about 40% of people carry something with them that is supposed to bring them luck. Or maybe, you know, you're going in for a big meeting. Yeah. Or it's a job interview. Mm-hmm. And you wear your lucky socks. Or you put the rabbit's foot in your pocket. Hmm. Or whatever. Uh, they say that a lot of people believe that luck is not evenly distributed, though. About 90% of people, 9 out of 10, say that there are people out there who are luckier than others. I, I believe that, and there's people out there that are unluckier than others. Yeah. Which side do you feel like you fall on? Which one do you think I fall on, Brandon? <laughs> I would think that uh, uh-huh. the fact that you get to work with me means you get to, you know what, you're to right. sit there on the lucky side. Yeah, you're right. They also say that luck comes in so many different things. It's much more than just like, hey, I found some money, right? They say it can be simple things like having good health. Yeah. Having nothing major to worry about mm-hmm. is another thing that means you're lucky. Being close to your family and friends. That's great, yes. That's lucky. And stumbling into a dream job is lucky as well. Just like this one right here. Boom, exactly right there. And just like just like leprechauns and just like a pot of gold, I'm here making dreams come true for Kelly every single day. Okay. But about 40% of people believe in Lucky Charms. So if you believe in Lucky Charms, go ahead and use that today on St. Patrick's Day. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear our chat with Kelsey Lamb. Kelsey is an Arkansas girl Mm -hmm. who is living in Nashville, but she's representing Arkansas on NBC on the new TV show, The American Song Contest. That premieres on Monday, hosted by Snoop and Kelly Clarkson, and Kelsey's going to be on there. And I'm super excited for her. Y'all need to go look at her on YouTube and follow her because she's super good. Yeah, she's good. She's really nice. Mm-hmm. And we had the chance to have her on this morning for a long chat about kind of the road to this TV show, what it was like growing up in Arkansas, what got her into music. We talk about moving to Nashville, songwriting, performing, Snoop Dogg, Kelly Clarkson, the song she's going to be doing on the show, what this whole contest is, because this show is brand new. None of us have ever seen it. So we talked to Kelsey Lamb on today's podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get those podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? All right. The first round of the NCAA March Madness. And of course, the number four seeded Razorbacks are taking on Vermont tonight. So that's a big deal. Boom. That's on TNT tonight. Also, this season premiere of MasterChef Junior tonight's schedule also includes Station 19, Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order SVU, Big Sky, Law and Order, Organized Crime. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.